Welcome to Now Hear This Entertainment, a podcast for fans of the guests who appear on this show, as well as fans of music in general, and a podcast for musicians, singers, songwriters, artists, entertainers who want to learn more to help them grow in what they're doing. I'm your host, Bruce Wozniak from Now Hear This Incorporated. Check out www.nhte.net. Be sure to sign up for the email newsletter there, which is quick and easy. All that's required is an email address. We are coming to you from Crystal Blue Sound Studios near Tampa, Florida. Check them out on the web at www.cbpro, as in Crystal Blue Productions, cbpro.net. Be sure you are subscribing to this podcast and telling your friends to do so as well. We are thrilled to be on iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher Radio, and SoundCloud. Lots of great guests on Now Hear This Entertainment, or as I've taken to calling it, NHTE. Joining me today on the Now Hear This Entertainment guest line from Sweden, my guest is an award-winning singer-songwriter who has had success in her home country, as well as in the U.S. and in China. In addition to the recordings she has put out, she has also performed in major roles in the theater. She just returned home to Sweden from a trip to Los Angeles for the 2016 Hollywood Music in Media Awards. You've been hearing a song of hers called Merry Christmas. It's my pleasure to welcome to Now Hear This Entertainment, Victoria Tolka. Hi, Bruce. Hi, Victoria. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, thanks so much for making time to do this. Uh, what, what part of Sweden are you in? I know it's it's nighttime over there. It is. I'm uh, in Stockholm. I mean, I'm about 10 minutes north of Stockholm, but... Yes, the capital of Sweden, so pretty much in the middle of the country. Very good, very good. Well, it seems strange to ask a guest to talk about a Christmas song, but what we were just playing is actually an original that you wrote. So tell yes. the listeners about that. Um, I wanted to record a Christmas album, actually, but uh, as you know, it's quite expensive to record and. I mean, it's quite expensive to record, and nowadays you don't sell as many albums as you used to do as an artist. So I ended up recording an EP, and um, my goal with that EP was to also introduce some new Christmas music, because I feel like a lot of people, when they do decide to record a Christmas album, um, they record a lot of the old classics. Uh, which is great, but they have all been done. <laughs> Absolutely. <times. laughs> so I thought, you know, my voice lends itself really well to this type of music. And I thought it would be a great idea to to write some, some new music. And at the time I was uh, in Nashville and I mm. co-wrote this song with uh, uh, a Nashville, uh, two Nashville songwriters and producers. And... Um, yeah, I think it turned out great. It's very cute. It almost has this sort of old 50s Marilyn Monroe cheeky feel to it. And <laughs> I, I love the song. I, I think it's really appropriate for Christmas. It's cute and it's happy and nice. And um, yeah, so I thought because it's that time of year, it was a, a good song to start the show with. Yeah, I love that you did an original I should say Christmas EP, not just Christmas song, because of the fact that you just said there's so many people that decide, you know what, I think I'm going to put out a Christmas album. And all they do mm -hmm. is just their own rendition of the standards that have been around for years and years and have been redone by so many artists for years and years. So I wonder, right. though, because because the, the traditional Christmas songs are so prevalent, is mm. it is it more difficult, Victoria, to sit down and write an original Christmas song? than it is just to write a, a non-seasonal song? Um, good question. I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm obviously a songwriter, but that's not my full-time job. So I usually write songs when I'm inspired by something in particular. And mm -hmm. um, at this time, I was really feeling the inspiration to write Christmas music for some reason. So it wasn't that hard um, and uh, the other song that I chose for today that we're going to hear later on in the, uh, in the show is also an original that I wrote on my own. It's called Angels All Around. And uh, that song, it, it kind of just 
fell from the sky, to be honest. My, <laughs> no, <laughs> no pun intended, it's... right? Well, sa exactly. save, save your story till the end, because I'll have you talk about it before uh, we play it. But I'm wondering uh, then, what time of year was it when you wrote these songs? Um, well, let me see. Um, well, Angels All Around was at the beginning of last year, which means it was still winter in sweden actually so it was kind of snowy outside uh, which but it was probably like february last year mm -hmm. um and uh, merry christmas that was written in the middle of summer in Nashville. <laughs> that's kind of crazy um but you know when you're in a studio and it's all dark and anyway it doesn't you know you, you don't true. really that's true yeah because i think uh, and, and and i'm not gonna put us through rewinding but I think you said you were feeling kind of Christmassy or kind of festive at the time. And so for you to say, we actually yeah. wrote it in the middle of July, you go, wait a minute. She was really getting into character there. How could you feel Christmassy <laughs> when it's the middle of summer? <laughs> yeah. But, you know, once you've decided what you want to write and you start playing around with it, you know, I don't know. It just it, it felt right at the moment. And I was really uh, focused on writing for the Christmas EP. So. Well, you know, and I, and I guess now looking back on the question that I did ask you, you know, is it more difficult to write a Christmas song because it seems as though they've all been done before? I guess someone could very easily make the argument the other way and say, you really think it's that easy, Bruce, to write an everyday song? Because, you know, it seems like all the ideas are taken in non-seasonal music where it's a heartbreak or it's, you know, a breakup or it's, you know, this or that, you know, a, a fast car or whatever. So... Um, yeah. I, I guess I'm calling I, I myself that, out. <laughs> yeah, but I, I think that, you know, with the songwriting in general, as long as you write something that's personal to you or, um, you know, it comes from the heart rather than, you know, I know a lot of professional songwriters who are amazing, but who spits out new songs every day. And then it be can become a little bit, you know, like, um, what automated. should I say? Yeah. And, and you know, like, oh, th this kind of theme always works and whatever. But I feel like the songs that I connect to the most are songs that have been written by someone um, for a very specific reason, even though I might not know that exact reason. But you can tell when a song has been written you know, from, from a deeper meaning. Yeah, so they were, they were moved to write it as opposed to exactly. a, an, an assembly line approach. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Victoria, three days after this interview comes out, you're going to be doing a concert online that people can watch yes. from anywhere in the world. Uh, what are the details of that? Uh, there is a site called stageit.com, and uh, I've been doing these online concerts for about a year now. I started last year actually to promote the Christmas EP that I released, and uh, I've been doing them ever since about once a month. And it's a really great way for me to reach uh, the audience because, as you mentioned before, I've worked in a lot of different countries all around the world. And, um, you know, it's hard to tour or go around and see all these people because they're so spread out. So to do these online concerts, I reach more people easier and I can perform in my own house, which is always great. <laughs> and uh, they are very personal because uh, they're very interactive. So there's like this little um, chat feed that goes on at the same time as the concert. So the audience can um, request songs or comment on the show. And I usually comment back. So it's, it's a really fun, interactive experience. And if you haven't been to a Stage It show before, I highly recommend you to to come to either my show or someone else's show um, because it is a, a really fun way to connect with artists on a very sort of intimate level. And so listeners, uh, if you are listening to this in time for the, for the specific one that we're talking about, this will be on December 17. And I guess you would probably want to go to the website called Time and Date. Dot com and yes there are two d's as in in there as in david d is in david time and date.com so that you can adjust accordingly and figure out what time it would be local to where you are versus uh, victoria this will be at at what time uh in sweden that you'll be starting 
it will be at 7 p.m. Central European time. So, um, so 7 p.m. Uh, 7 p.m. in Sweden, because if that's the case, then 7 p.m. in Sweden, listeners, for example, is uh, one o'clock in the afternoon in the east coast of the U.S., which would make it 10 Correct. o'clock in the morning uh, on the west coast of the United States. Yes. So yes. uh, December 17th, listeners, and as I said, go to timeanddate.com because uh, obviously we have been blessed to get listeners to the show from all over the world, 124 countries where we've gotten what? listeners from. So uh, I'm not going to assume that everyone is in the United States or on, on the East Coast or the West Coast. So no. um, Victoria, that that performance, when, when you do this on stageit.com, Will mm. that be just you? Will there be musicians alongside you? What is the setup? What is the format? Uh, well, this particular concert will be just me. Um, I will be performing all the songs from the Christmas EP, Merry Christmas, and uh, possibly a couple of extra songs, uh, depending on how much people talk, because sometimes you get into conversations with people, which can also be fun. And these concerts are usually about... Uh, 30 to 45 minutes long and this particular concert is actually free so it's my way of saying thank you to all my fans for you know supporting me and my music this year so go to stageit.com type in victoria toka and you'll find it or go to my website or facebook page and you'll find all the information now when you say it's going to just be you does that mean you're mm -hmm. going to be singing a cappella or you'll have tracks or how how does that work i i'm well i'm singing with the backing tracks from the okay. actual EP. okay so um yeah i have a very uh good setup for for the whole format that i've been working on as i said for the past year so the sound is usually really good um and uh, yeah it's as i said it's a fun interactive experience and you'll get a great christmas concert for free so why not well it has been a bit uh since i've had a guest on the show talking about doing an online show we've we've had a couple guests from time to time um so because it's been a little while victoria for the benefit of the listeners to this show who themselves are up-and-comers that listen to Now Hear This Entertainment each week to try to gain insights from my guests. How mm -hmm. or why did you first choose stageit.com? Because there's also concertwindow.com. There are other similar websites. I don't know if, I mean, you said you've been using that site for, I think you said a year now, so I don't even know if you remember, yeah. but why you chose Stageit. You know, maybe if you could help out those listeners who right now want to know, hey, I've never done this before. Is that a good site yeah. for me? Do, can I make money off of that? Um, if, you know, if you, you don't. Can, yeah, you can definitely make money off of it. Um, I mean, they take quite a big chunk out of what you make. I think it's about 35% or something. But, but you're I talking like about, uh, excuse me for interrupting, but um, yes. are you talking about from people purchasing tickets to watch or is it people tipping or is it both? Both. Okay. Both. Uh, but I will say this though. I mean, I it was kind of a coincidence that I chose Stage It. Um, I was too lazy <laughs> to do a lot of research, <laughs> to be honest. And uh, um, this was one of the first ones that I found, and it seemed easy for someone who's not super technical. Mm. Um, and I kind of just wanted, you know, something that was easy, not only for me as the musician or the performer, but easy for my audience to understand. Um, because uh, I will say most of my particular audience is um, probably at least 35, 40 years plus. And uh, maybe not all of them are, uh, you know, super familiar with all the possibilities of the internet and sure, whatever. So sure. I want something that was easy to, to uh, understand and um, to use from both sides. Exactly. And, I was going to say user friendly yeah. for both, for both you and for the viewers. And for the audience, <laughs> exactly. And, um, I mean, so when my mom figured it out really quickly, I'm like, huh, <laughs> so this is going to work, you know? <laughs> and, uh, um, yeah, so that, that was really by coincidence, really, that we tried that one out and, you know, my sort of <laughs> first, um, 
test people like my mom. They understood what to do and figured it out really quickly. <laughs> so that's why I stayed. You know, when when you have something that works, you don't sort of venture out and start looking for other uh, places. I've made some um, good money doing these concerts. Mm. And um, again, being a mom and working a lot and traveling a lot, it's just a great way for me to reach uh, a bigger audience without having to leave my house. And uh, it's interactive and fun. It's, you know, you get very close to your audience. And um, yeah, I, yeah, I not think- to mention that, you know, as you were saying that what, what came to my mind is, you know, if if you're a musician and you're sitting on a Tuesday night saying, you know, I, I can't get a gig on a Tuesday night. This is ridiculous. Well, use a Tuesday night to do a stage dot com performance, because then you can exactly. make a few bucks. And, and as Victoria said, you don't even have to leave your house to do it. Exactly. You, and I mean, if you are, uh, say, a singer songwriter or um, the kind of musician who, you know, plays an instrument, which I don't, embarrassingly enough, um, you know, then it's so easy because then you can just basically pick up your guitar and, and do like a 15 minute show. And mm-hmm. um, I feel like it's it's pretty easy also to build your audience on stage mm-hmm. because, you know, start. I, I mean, my suggestion is to start out by giving free concerts, because what happens uh. is that they still have to sign in and give you all their information uh. and. And once you have them sort of interested there in the in the beginning, you know, they will tip you. And um, so I think interesting. Prob- yeah. So I, I think that, you know, like maybe my first five concerts or something were free mm-hmm. and uh, I still don't charge more than five bucks for a concert okay. because I'd rather have the people, you know, buy a ticket or come to the show because once they're there and they get excited, they will tip you. I mean, I've had people tip me $200 in one show. Wow. Wow. So I'm just saying that once you get them there, then they will start. um, Because I I know some other artists um, that have tried it out and they're like, oh, but, you know, and they charge, you know, like $10 for a ticket, which Mm. is normally not a lot of money, Mm -hmm. you know, like, let's not forget that, you know, $10 for a concert is not a lot of money. But um, in this particular case, I feel like it's better to get the audience there. And even if you invite them for free to the concert, they will start tipping you once you start doing your thing. Yes. Not to mention that if you charge them $10 and you only play for 20 or 25 minutes, they're going to say, that's it. I paid 10 bucks and she's not even going to play for 30 minutes. Um, There's going to be, there's going to be people, there's going to be people who are going to hear this interview after December 17th has passed. And they're going to say, I wish these two would move on to something else because December 17th has passed, but you're going to continue doing more on, on stage com. So yes. will there be, will there be others that you will do when it won't be just you, when you'll have a couple people around you playing some instruments? Yeah. I mean, I did a concert earlier this year, uh, together with, uh, a Swedish soul singer called Lila Adel. She was, uh, also nominated for the Hollywood Music and Media Award, so we traveled to LA together for that. And um, uh, so, I mean, I'm usually trying to do a concert once a month on stage just to keep sort of the momentum going. Yeah. Um, sometimes it's not possible because of the amount of other shows and traveling sure, and sure. whatever. But um, but there will be a that, chance that in the future people oh, may yeah, see you absolutely. on there and, and you won't be performing alone. You'll you'll have someone else with you. Yes. Okay. Well, so then uh, just just to wrap this up, this this part of uh, this part of our, <laughs> our interview, um, what 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 is different? What and, and I'm asking this so that the up and comers can listen. Uh, the up and comers mm-hmm. who are listening can learn as they're getting ready to do a show on stage it or on concert window or, or one of those types of websites. Cause listeners, as mm-hmm. you know, I don't endorse any one of these. I'm just giving you helpful information, but Victoria, exactly. what is different about preparing yourself to do an online performance versus a traditional performance out at a venue that people are physically going to come to? Um, I don't think there's a huge difference really. I mean, just make sure that, um, all the, technical stuff is really working that you have a good internet connection, you know, all those Mm. kind of things. Uh, I've been to a couple of uh, shows myself online with people who've been trying it out for the first time and they haven't 
done a proper sound check or something like that and things start failing and they start panicking oh because it's not working. <laughs> um, and, you know, and that's never a good thing because then obviously the audience gets restless and they don't want to come back or, you know, you get really panicky and my, you know what I mean? Like, sure, just make sure, sure that uh, prepare as well as you would for a regular performance. Uh, so perfect. Can, yeah. So you <laughs> it can was performance. I'm going to, I'm going to admit now it was a bit of a trick question because I was, I was really hoping and praying that you were going to say there is no difference. You still prepare yeah. mentally and emotionally the yeah, same. You, you do your vocal warm ups. you dress nicely, you know, oh, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, listeners, and, I mean, we did not set this up. We did not set this up. She did not, not know I was going to ask her that. <laughs> no. And if you're interested also, um, you know, without necessarily coming to this particular show, there are some clips of me performing on stage on YouTube if ah, you terrific. Google Victoria Toka because um, even though the shows are you know live and there are some hardcore fans that will still sort of film it with their phone wow. or something and um, <laughs> you know so you can watch kind of what it looks like and what kind of sound you can get but remember that those videos are filmed um, third hand so yeah, to speak yeah. from someone's mobile phone okay. but you can still see what the setup looks All right. like very good mm. very good i am bruce warzniak and joining me today on the now hear this entertainment guest line from stockholm sweden is singer songwriter victoria tolka visit her official website at www.victoriatolka.com and since even her first name is not spelled the traditional way i will recommend <laughs> that you look at the title of this episode on your listening to device to get the proper spelling of her first and last names so that you can visit her website and then from victoriatolka.com you can then also get to her various social media sites. She is on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram. Plus, she is on Reverb Nation as well. You can also find Victoria's music on SoundCloud, which is one of the platforms that this show is available on. And her music is also on Spotify. Do purchase her music, of course. It's available on her website as well as on iTunes and Amazon. And keep up with Victoria online so you can see where and when you can go see her perform live. Be sure that you're also checking out www.nhte.net, as in now hear this entertainment, nhte.net. For every episode of this show, we've got the full audio there, plus the guest's photo, a link to their website, quotes from the guest on each show, and even a notation of which two songs by that guest we played. Sign up for the e-newsletter at nhte.net and subscribe to this podcast and tell others about it too. Subscribing is free and it makes it so easy to get the show every week on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or by following on SoundCloud. We are thrilled to be on Google Play Music too. Go ahead and use the social media buttons on nhte.net to like the Now Hear This page on Facebook and to follow on Twitter and or Instagram. If you're a new listener to the show, thank you. And please do check out some of the prior episodes of Now Hear This Entertainment. We've had a lot of great guests along the way so far. I usually recommend that you start with episode 101 when we did a best of some of the first 100 shows. As always, many thanks, of course, to those who are not first-time listeners. I very much appreciate your time and your interest and support. And by the way, whether you're going to look for Victoria's music and or other music, books, whatever, go to nhte.net and click on the tall Amazon banner to get there so that you can help this show in the process of buying whatever it is that you need from Amazon. Victoria, bear with me on this one. I, I mentioned <laughs> back in the intro of this episode that you are an award-winning singer, but I, I mm. wanna I wanna blow your horn for you a little bit and, and give the proper respect that has been earned. Listeners, Victoria earned an award at the 2011 Hollywood Music and Media Awards, and then in 2012 and 2013 went on to win an amazing total of 14 Indie Music Channel Awards, including Artist of the Year. And get this, in 2014, not only did she win again at the Hollywood Music and Media Awards, but her song We're Still Young debuted at number 10 on the Billboard Hot Singles chart in June of that year, and it stayed on that chart for two months, peaking at number three. That's amazing. Uh, and then yeah. this year, Victoria, you added eight more awards to your collection, including Album of the Year at the Indie Music Channel Awards. Uh, that's outstanding. It, I, short, short of a Grammy, is is this just it for you? I mean, congratulations. I, I should be saying, what, what, what can you do to top all this? This is terrific. Um, 
there is always stuff you can do. You know, I think, I mean, winning awards is obviously the icing on the cake, but um, I mean, for me, it's about the work and just creating stuff that, you know, hopefully people will like. Um, I mean, I absolutely enjoy getting dolled up for the red carpet and, you know, doing things like that. But um, if you don't enjoy the everyday work and, and all that you have to do as an artist, meaning, you know, like practice, keep up with social media, write songs, record in the studio, rehearse, play shows, then, you know, the the awards is, I mean, they're they're not worth as much as just the joy of doing what I do. Mm. Nicely said. That, Nicely I said. Mean, that, that's how I feel about it. I mean, I, I would be thrilled if I was even nominated for a Grammy or something similar. Um, but I mean, I'm thrilled with all the awards, all the nominations and all the accolades that I've um, gained through what I, you know, all the work that I've done. Because a lot of times, you know, you do a lot of this work on your own, um, in your studio or in your house, and you have no idea how it's going to be received. And so uh, just to receive the recognition that someone has listened to all that you've created and all your hard work and they enjoy it. I mean, that's worth a lot. Obviously. Yeah. I would, that's what I was thinking. As you were saying all that, I thought, you know, it's, it's, it's that old cliche that, you know, mm. you, you feel as though your hard work has paid off, you know, because you do put yeah. so much blood, sweat and tears into it as the saying goes. And so when it is rewarded again, you're not doing it so that you'll get a reward, but it feels that, you know, all the time and the labor that you put into it, it's, I, I would think, and all those awards that I, that I read off are great, but to me, to have your song that was called We're Still Young debut at number 10 mm. on the Billboard Hot Single Sales Chart. Okay, the keyword mm. there is sales chart, and, and it stayed on yeah. the chart for two months and peaked at number three on the Billboard Hot Single Sales Chart. That means that people really work because you because I, I, I know where you're coming from. You know, here's an yeah. artist that's in the studio that's recording all this music, just like me recording this podcast saying, is there anyone out there listening? And all of a sudden, right. you know, and, and now I'm I'm blessed that I'm able to, to start relating to some of this because, you know, my show was was nominated earlier this year in the music category of, of the 11th oh, wow. podcast awards. And now, uh, the, the, thank you. And the, and the day after our interview comes out on December 15th, uh, I will find out if if it wins uh, Podster Magazine, uh, the show oh. uh, episode 101 that I mentioned before has been nominated. Uh, so, okay. you know, so you're right. You know, you sit there and you record all this music and you say, is anyone out there listening to it, enjoying it, consuming it? And all of a sudden you see that they're buying it because it's on the Billboard right. Hot Single sales chart. And you go, OK, <laughs> it's all worth it. <laughs> people are people are paying yeah. attention. But at the same time, I mean, I think you will agree with me here. Um, just receiving like the other day, I received this wonderful email from someone who had listened to my music and how much it had inspired her to do mm. things or in her life. I mean, that means as much to me as, you know, I'm sure an award in Hollywood. So it's just to hear from someone, even, you know, a comment on social media will help you um, keep working because sometimes I feel like, um, and that's something to remember also for, I think up and coming artists that, it's easy to get protective of yourself and um, your own stuff. And, you know, you don't want to give other artists too much. Um, it, what should I say? You don't you don't want to, like, highlight other artists too much because you feel like you might lose out yourself. But I've learned through my career and I'm uh, a little bit older now. Um, that the more you sort of share and help others, the more you will get back, actually. And um, if you just, uh, you know, remember how happy you will get if another artist or another person just likes a post, uh, a post on social media or comments on it. Mm. You know, there's so much you can do, not only for yourself, but for other artists, just by liking a post yeah, or yeah. someone else or or commenting on it. Yeah. And I think that's important to remember that, you know, the the community of um, musicians and songwriters and singers will only go grow stronger um, 
you know, by us being more helpful and sharing rather than, you know, trying to get ahead and, and um, because, you know, just lifting each other is going to make everyone get ahead. And, and that's a good thing to remember. Yeah, as, I, as I've said before, the, the C word or the CO word that, that, the musicians need to focus on is collaboration, not competition. Right. There's, there's exactly. those two words. They both start with the same first two letters, but they're very different. That those are the only commonalities they have. There needs, needs to be needs to be mm. more of a spirit of, of collaboration than competition. Okay, now it's time for Bruce's bonus. This is a segment here on Now Hear This Entertainment, where I take off my hat as podcast host and put on my hat as president of Now Hear This Incorporated, giving a helpful tip for the listeners that are musicians, singers, songwriters, entertainers who are out there trying hard to make a go of it. Today's bonus is remember that anything on your website is fair game when it comes to being interviewed. Hosts do research using what you have posted online, so if it's old and no longer accurate, Consider removing it altogether instead of just putting it into the archive section where they might find it via a site search. You don't want to be asked about an organization or company you're no longer affiliated with, especially if it's really old news or ended due to a falling out. Take inventory of what you have online so you're not caught off guard. And that is today's Bruce's Bonus. How about that? Helpful? There are a whole bunch of tips just like that over all the prior episodes of this show. To make it easy for the listeners out there who are musicians, singers, songwriters, entertainers to get the tips in one concise format, there is a Bruce's Bonus Book Volume 1 and a Bruce's Bonus Book Volume 2 for purchase in ebook format, giving you all the tips from episodes 1 to 40 and 41 to 80, respectively. Just go to www.brucesbonusbook.com for online ordering and instant delivery. Needless to say, you, you mentioned this a little bit before, but you've obviously developed an international following. And of course, it doesn't hurt that some of these awards that you've been winning have been from U.S.-based organizations. Plus, the, the video that's currently the, the feature video when your YouTube channel is brought up, that was shot in, uh, here in the, in the United States in, in Washington State. I wonder, how yes. does someone in Sweden end up shooting a music video in the Pacific <laughs> Northwest of the United States? Yeah, that's... Uh... A funny story. I it dates back actually to 2011 at my first Hollywood Music and Media Awards. Uh, I got in touch with another musician, uh, classical crossover uh, pianist and composer Jennifer Thomas, who was nominated in the classical category, the same that I won that year, and she contacted me about collaborating, hmm. and. Um, we collaborated on a song that we wrote together. It was a, a version of uh, Beethoven's Moonlight Sonata that mm. we turned into a song. Wow. And uh, uh, yeah, and then she invited me to Seattle, where she lives. Ah. And we shot a music video for that song together on a very small budget. Um, and the, the filmmakers that made that video... Uh, then wanted to work with me on other projects. So I've actually shot, I think, three wow. or wow. even four music videos now with the same team in Seattle, which is literally on the other side of the planet for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, that's just where um, collaborations might take you. Exactly, and, exactly. And, yeah. and and kids, did you hear the other CO word that, that, that was implied in there? Victoria didn't say it, but how many times on this show, kids, do I talk about contacts? There's no such thing right. as having too many contacts. And here's someone that that contacted you, Victoria, and she mm -hmm. was, and she was, is it fair to say, oh boy, here, here comes that CO word. She was a competitor. You were both up for the same award. Is, we is were that... up for the same award. And, yeah. uh, um, I will mention this also this year, we were both nom nominated in the same category and she won this uh. year. Um, so, you know, you're gonna be, um, competing uh, if you want to call it that <laughs> with the same people or with people all the time. But that doesn't mean that you can't be friends or collaborate yeah. on things. Yeah, because and, obviously uh, she respected you enough that she contacted you absolutely. and said, hey, let's collaborate. Let's do this video. Let's do this song. And, and you know, and yeah. then look at where it led you. That's that's terrific. Yeah. And, and she's been I mean, I've collaborated with her on a lot of other things. I mean, she's been playing uh, on my Christmas EP 
she's been playing on some other songs I've recorded mm. um, for the album Dream It, that one um, album of the year this year. So we've collaborated nice. on, on several different nice. things since then. And she's the person that I will um, work with a lot in the future as well. So, you know, the same people that might be your competition might also be the best collaborations you will have. So, you know, I like it. I I also mentioned back in the intro that you have performed in major roles in the theater. Specifically, yeah. you were Christine in Andrew Lloyd Webber's Phantom of the Opera, and you had the female lead in Evita. How easy yes. or difficult is it to transition back and forth from musical theater to, I guess I'm going to call it mainstream music, for example. I'm, I'm thinking of, you have a song called Stay, which there's a live video yeah. of from a performance in London uh, in October. So mm-hmm. how easy or difficult is it to transition back and forth from musical theater to, to that type of music? Um, I don't find it that difficult because I've done it for such a long time. Mm. Um, I think, uh, you know, if you look at musical theater, that can be so many different styles of music anyway. So true. Um, yeah, I, I don't really know how to answer that question any better. I, um, I really enjoy doing both because, uh, one obviously is um, a place where I get to take on another personality and mm-hmm. a role mm-hmm. and work in a very different way. Um, I love character work. I love acting and, and I love uh, the work that I do on stage in a musical where I get to perform um, with other actors. And I mean, it's just another way of working. Um, exactly. But, yeah. I was just going to say that, yeah. you know, let's, let's not kid ourselves, you know, from, from the standpoint of, of looking at this from a business perspective, that mm. versatility, that diversity brings you more work. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. But, um, I also like not, I mean, I get bored really easily. <laughs> so <laughs> I like to do a lot of things and I like to do a lot of different things just to keep myself busy. I mean, I'm also producing shows now. I'm, um, you know, speaking of podcasts, I actually started my own podcast, ah. not too ago, uh, but it's a, a musical theater podcast where I interview people nice. from various sides of musical theater, you know, Very directors, nice. performers and such. Um, and I, do, I like to do a lot of different things. And I think I started out in musical theater, actually. So that's, sort of my first love, if Mm -hmm. you will. And um, um, so I thought it was a bit scary in the beginning to go on stage as just me Uh, and, you know, like exposing Victoria. Interesting. Yeah. So, um, but now I've done that so much as well. So now I feel really comfortable doing both. Well, I do want to also give you a chance to talk about in, uh, those of you who are listening to Victoria in Sweden, bear with me here. I'm going to do my best on, on the pronunciation here. <laughs> but I want to give you a chance to talk about Fran Broadway Till Duvmala, which you are yes. the producer of and one of the soloists mm-hmm. in. That that in itself has to be unique, not only because of the producer experience, but the various mm-hmm. performance locations where this is done. Yeah. Um, I mean, I moved back to Sweden after living uh, abroad or traveling around for a very long time. So I moved back here about two years ago. Um, and, uh, I realized that it wasn't as easy as you might think to just sort of waltz in back to your old country mm. and, uh, try to get work in the entertainment industry. Sweden is not a very big country and, uh, um, people in general in this business, I guess, like, to work with people they've worked with before. You build relationships, as we said, over time. And, you know, I can totally relate to, you know, it's it's always easier to call someone that you worked with 10 times than to invite someone new. Sure. And um, uh, I was feeling a bit frustrated. So I decided to uh, try my luck at my own um, concert idea. And uh, my... Um, original uh, idea was go big or go home. So I rented the biggest concert hall we have in Stockholm, wow. which is called Bad Valhalla, and it takes about 1,500 people. Wow. 
And, uh, you know, I, I pretty much put um, everything on one card. Uh, it was a lot <laughs> of money at stake. And, you know, like I'm going to do this show. I think that if we do a show with amazing singers and the best, you know, the biggest hits from the biggest musical theater shows, uh, I think people will still buy tickets. And that's exactly what happened. Mm, um, outstanding. Yeah. So um, we have just finished the fall tour at the end of October. And we've now played, I think, 15 shows around Terrific. Sweden. In, and uh, yeah, we have another 12 shows booked for the spring. Terrific. So we, we start again in March. And yeah, I'm extremely proud of this production because... As I said, I had no idea that it was going to grow into such a big thing uh, as it has. That's great. And um, yeah. I am Bruce Warzniak, and joining me today on the Now Hear This Entertainment guest line from Stockholm, Sweden, is singer, songwriter, podcaster, <laughs> Victoria Tolka. <laughs> Visit her official website at www.victoriatolka.com. And I mentioned before that her first name is not even spelled the way you think it is. So I'm going to again recommend that you look at the title of this episode on your listening device to get the proper spelling of her first and last names so you can visit her website. And then from victoriatoka.com, you can also then go to her various social media sites. She is on Facebook. She's on Twitter, YouTube, Instagram. Plus, she is also on Reverb Nation. You can find Victoria's music on SoundCloud, which is one of the platforms that this show is available on. And her music is also on Spotify. Do purchase her music, of course. It's available for sale on her website, as well as on iTunes and Amazon. And keep up with Victoria online so you can see where and when you can go see her perform live, including the production that she was just talking about. Be sure that you're also checking out www.nhte.net. It stands for Now Hear This Entertainment, nhte.net. For every episode of this show, we have at nhte.net the full audio, plus the guest's photo, a link to their website, quotes from the guest on each show, and a notation of which two songs by that guest were played on that episode. Sign up for the e-newsletter at nhte.net and subscribe to this podcast and tell others about it too. Subscribing is free, and it makes it very easy to get the show every week on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or by following on SoundCloud. You can also subscribe on Google Play Music as well. Go ahead and use the social media buttons on nhte.net to like the Now Hear This page on Facebook and to follow on Twitter and or Instagram. If you're a new listener to the show, thank you. Please do check out some of the prior episodes of Now Hear This Entertainment. We've had a lot of great guests along the way so far. I mentioned episode 101 was the best of show that's been nominated. Uh, that was some of the first 100 shows we brought out kind of a greatest hits, so to speak. As always, many thanks, of course, to those who are not first-time listeners. I very much appreciate your time and your interest and support. And as I mentioned earlier, whether you're going to look for Victoria's music and or other music, books, whatever, go to nhte.net and click on the tall Amazon banner to get there so that you can help this show in the process of buying whatever it is that you need from Amazon. Victoria, I mentioned back in the intro that you were just in Los Angeles for the 2016 Hollywood Music and Media Awards. Did you only attend the awards ceremony or did you do any other business while you were in California? Um, it was basically just the award show. Um, I had a few uh, sort of last minute meetings, just sort of meeting with people uh, to keep you know updated on um i i was in los angeles for quite a lot um between 2011 and 2013 um and so every chance i get to come back to la you know you try to catch up with people but um because of my my touring schedule and everything else that's going on right now i could only go to la for about mm. i think i was there for five days so it was a really quick in and out okay. kind of thing and yeah i wasn't actually even planning on going but <laughs> it was my my good friend um lila adel uh, as i mentioned earlier she was nominated for the first time uh. Uh, and uh she really wanted to go so 
then you know I kind of decided to to tag along and we had a <laughs> wonderful trip it was a lot of fun before the California trip you had been on vacation in Africa wow what 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 yes. what, what prompted that where in Africa did you go was, was was that your first time ever going to Africa uh, well it was my first time going to eastern Africa we went to Kenya mm. um, and we went on safari in uh, a reservation called the Maasai Mara and uh, it was a trip that I've wanted to do for ever really and yeah I mean I really wanted to go on safari and see animals in in the wild and uh, I'm a huge animal lover and just to see them in their natural habitat and you know uh, that was incredible and I have two children and my youngest one is now five so um I, you know, we finally decided that he's old enough to get it and old enough uh-huh. to do it. So we finally just booked the trip and I'm so excited we got to go. It was wow. a trip of a lifetime. And if you ever want to go on safari in Africa, I can absolutely recommend to go to Kenya and the Maasai Mara. It was insane. I mean, the amount of animals that you will see and the kind of, I mean, it was incredible. It was really incredible. So you said it was your first time in Eastern Africa. That means that you've been elsewhere on that continent. Where else did you go? Well, I've I've been on vacation to Egypt. Ah. Um, That's pretty much it. So I don't, I mean, it counts because it's still Africa, but (laughs) you know, this was like real Africa. (laughs) This is the way I imagined Africa. (laughs) I would be remiss if I didn't mention Carl Lindquist, who was my guest on episode 119 of the show. Listeners on Victoria's YouTube channel, you will see a video of her and Carl performing All I Ask of You from Phantom of the Opera. (laughs) Victoria, how long have you known Carl? And and I guess what other performances have have the two of you done together? This is really funny because we, uh, Carl contacted me um, on Facebook um, because of the From Broadway Till Duvimola tour and wanted to know, uh, you know, like how to possibly get on the tour and, oh. and stuff like that. And uh, um, I had a concert coming up at the Pheasantry in London uh, in October this year. And I said, well, why don't we do a song together at that show? And, you know, we can get to know each other. But so I, I had never met Carl oh, wow. before that concert. Wow. And uh, if you watch the video, um, we sing All I Ask of You from Phantom of the Opera. Yes. And I've played Christine for two years. And uh, I just told Carl to, you know, whatever you feel like doing, you know, let, you know, it, it doesn't matter to me because mm-hmm. I've, it, if you've played Phantom of the Opera, you can pretty much kiss anyone at any point in time. <laughs> it doesn't matter because, you know, you've done it all. And uh, yeah, so we, it, it, there is a part in the song where he decided to kiss me, which is really sweet yeah. and really cute. I saw but that. I, I watched it today. I watched the, the, that okay. exact, I watched that exact video today in preparation for this interview. Okay. Yeah, and it was just funny because so many people after that performance came up with that exact question, like, how long have you known each other? And that was amazing. And you have such great chemistry. And um, and then, you know, we were both like, well, we met today. <laughs> so, um, but, you know, that just goes to show also that. Um, but when was that, though? Was that was that, you know, four years ago or when was that? No, it was just now in October. Oh, my um, gosh. October 7th. Yes. Oh my gosh. And, uh, yeah. And that's, that's another, you know, like talking about this, uh, uh, collaboration and contacts and contacting people. And, um, because now, um, I'm doing another concert in the UK in May and Carl got invited to do that concert because the person producing that concert saw him at my concert in London. So, you know, just Dare to contact people, dare ask for collaborations, dare, um, you know, to just to pick up the phone and, and make the call or write that email because you never know what's going to happen. Wow, that's great. And, and listeners do go back and listen 
to episode 119 when I interviewed Carl Lindquist and you'll hear mm. him kind of with that with that same theme because although we talked on that interview about his solo work he also talked about a, a French slash Swedish band called Coexistence that he performs mm-hmm. with. So, you know, Carl kind of goes back and forth between Sweden and London and, and thus Victoria is able to tell the story about herself going to London and Carl being there. And, and, and you're, you're right because listeners go and watch the video that, that she's talking about on her YouTube channel, because the way you two look at each other, Victoria, and because mm. listeners obviously were connecting the dots <laughs> for you, obviously Carl's the one that connected me to Victoria. Yeah. Uh, when I watched mm-hmm. that video today, Victoria, the way the two yeah. of you looked at each other and because Carl was the one that introduced me to you, I thought, Oh, yeah. these two look like they're old friends, the way they're kind of, you know, making eyes and smiling at each other. I'll have to find out the story these two have probably known each other for you know for five years or something like this so that's yeah. really great that you're telling me that we, that was the day I mean, that was the first day i met him and the only day i've met him i mean we've uh, chatted a lot online but that's it yeah um, and again i mean i will also say that carl is also a musical theater performer so he's yes, obviously yes. very used to working um as an actor and with yes. stage work so you know that means you're maybe more open to stuff like what just happened yeah, on yeah, stage yeah. at that moment. But I'm just saying that, um, yeah, it, why not work with people you've never met before and try it out? Well, you know? and that's, you know, that's the beauty of, of this technology age that we live in is that you can mm-hmm. contact people through social media that are uh, within Europe or that are in the United States. You mentioned uh, being in Nashville, and, and of course we were talking about Los Angeles. So the you know the the boundaries, the barriers, the borders, boundaries, barriers, there borders. Why is there like three Bs? The alliteration. I mean, if you want to go back and talk, uh, you know, about the Christmas EP for one second. One of the songs on my EP is a duet that I recorded with a singer from New Zealand. Wow. I've never met her. Um, I think uh, she's a very talented young singer and I, you know, contacted her and suggested that she sing uh, this duet with me on the Christmas album and she recorded her part in New Zealand and I recorded my part here. The same thing happened with uh, another song on my Dream It album where I recorded with an Italian singer that I've never met. Uh, We only talked online. He recorded his part in Italy. I recorded my part here. So mm. with the technology available, there's so much you can do. That's um, great. So That's reach great. out. Well, yeah. uh, speaking of that Christmas EP, we're going to close today with another original Christmas song that Victoria mm-hmm. wrote. I, I really like this one. It's called Angels All Around. Before we let you go, Victoria, tell the listeners all about this song, please. Well, as I said at the beginning of this interview, it was the song that kind of just... Um, fell from the sky, which is kind of funny uh, because it's called Angels All Around. But my grandfather passed away that year. And uh, so last year was the first Christmas without him. And uh, I just started thinking about, you know, um, that feeling. And and it wasn't um, it wasn't a sad feeling, you know, Mm. Um, I I mean, I it was sad and sentimental in a way, but I felt like he was still with us. He was still there. We could still feel his presence during Christmas, you know, That's beautiful. and we talked, talked about him in a very positive, like, you know, it, it felt good and it felt warm and it, I don't know. And that's kind of where the song came from. That, that's beautiful. Um, yeah. So, so that's pretty much the message of the song, you know, you Christmas, um, the angels or, you know, whatever you believe in spirits or, um, they're, they're still around and, um, we can still celebrate with them and it's still a nice time of year. And, uh, yeah. Well, so I think I'm, your, I think your grandfather blessed you because, uh, it's, it's a really great <laughs> song. I, I, I really like it and I'm glad that we're going to get to play it here in, in just a minute. But, uh, Victoria, I want to thank you ever so much for doing this. I really enjoyed it. And, uh, it was, it was great to, to quote thank unquote you meet you. Me. Yeah, absolutely. Listeners, that will do it for this week's episode of Now Hear This Entertainment. My sincere thanks to singer, songwriter, podcaster, Victoria Tolka. (laughs) Do visit her official website. It's www.victoriatolka.com. 
and then engage with her on social media. So that means like her Facebook page, follow her on Twitter and Instagram, subscribe to her YouTube channel, and then watch and like the videos on there. Remember that she is also on Reverb Nation and that you can find her music on Spotify as well as on SoundCloud, where NHTE is also available. Purchase Victoria's music. It's on iTunes, Amazon, and for sale on her website too. Remember to keep up with her online as well so you can see where and when you can go see her perform live. Don't forget to visit www.nhte.net and sign up for the email newsletter there by simply putting in your email address. And of course, please do subscribe to this podcast and tell your friends about it. Give us a nice review on iTunes or Stitcher Radio too, hopefully accompanied by a five-star rating. That really does help the show a lot. If you are listening on SoundCloud, remember that you can like and repost episodes is how you share on that platform. And you can also follow on SoundCloud. Let's get your feedback on the show too. Post your comments or questions on the Now Hear This Facebook page. There are links to it and Twitter and even the Now Hear This official YouTube channel on nhte.net. Plus there's a link there to this show on Instagram or send us an email. The email address is on the contact page of nhte.net. We have been recording this show at the great facilities at Crystal Blue Sound Studios near Tampa, Florida. Check them out online on their website at www.cbpro.net. That's CB as in Crystal Blue. Thanks for listening. We'll send you out today with another song from Victoria Tolka. This is the one she just talked about. It's called Angels All Around.